Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. Are we adequately factoring in asymptomatic transmission into how we move forward? It's day 118 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. and we are reporting 1,45,380 cases with 4,167 deaths. The extent of asymptomatic cases is one of the unusual features of COVID-19 and that's something we all know quite well by now. Even the Indian government has said that 80% or more of patients show no symptoms. But while this part is well known, I think the extent to which an asymptomatic or presymptomatic person is infectious, meaning capable of spreading the virus, is less well understood, at least by the public at large. And this will have an enormous impact on our behavior going forward. There are three broad types of studies relating to asymptomatic transmission that I have noticed. One set of studies is around viral load, meaning simply the amount of virus in the person's body. Of course there is a broad range of findings but most studies seem to indicate that the viral load peaks around the time the symptoms begin to show themselves. Then there is viral shedding meaning the release of viral progeny from a person who has already been infected. These are the really scary studies which show viral shedding for anything from 30 to 40 days after the end of symptoms. but the virus is not necessarily viable for that long meaning that a person may shed the virus for long after but it's not going to be enough to infect other people for the most part and then lastly you sort of put these together and you get infectiousness meaning the actual likelihood that an infected person can infect another person it's that last part that i saw some useful research about recently and i want to thank listener firas duri for bringing it to my notice on twitter A team of scientists studied 94 patients at a Guangzhou hospital and separately they studied 77 infector infectee pairs. In research published in Nature Medicine Journal, they found that infectiousness peaked roughly the day before the onset of symptoms. What this means is that the person started being infectious around 3 days before she showed any symptoms and her peak infectiousness the point at which she was the most infectious actually came just before her symptoms came on by the time she started showing symptoms her infectiousness had already begun to decline to me this is particularly significant because just as there have been studies in places like singapore showing that in some clusters presymptomatic transmission was an important contributor of overall transmission there are some others like one from lombardy in italy that have found that presymptomatic transmission does occur but is a small part of overall transmission i think this new guangzhou study is going to make us reconsider whether the rates of presymptomatic transmission that we thought were going on were partly modified by the fact that a presymptomatic individual is hard to identify this study found that 44% of secondary infections happened during the presymptomatic phase But most of all it is the finding that infectiousness peaks before symptoms show that should truly give us pause because here's the thing it should upturn a lot of how we think about going forward for employers or authorities who think that thermal screening will be an effective safeguard this should be a reality check
for ministers who think that a person boarding a flight without symptoms is safe for his co-passengers this should be a reality check i understand that we cannot all hide indoors forever but we need to incorporate emerging evidence into how we plan our first steps outside thermal checks can at least help isolate those covid positive persons who do have symptoms on the whole social distancing hand and respiratory hygiene and mask wearing on the part of everyone and not just people who feel ill will be key and ultimately it does seem like random testing along some structured frame would be the only way out The ICMR's proposed all India random sample testing is very promising for multiple reasons but one big one will be that it hopefully identifies the extent of pre-symptomatic prevalence in India until then let's let the Guangzhou study guide our first steps back outside into the world thank you for listening this episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurthy tomorrow a new question